It's a warm summer night in St. Louis. You and your family are hustling through Forest Park. Well, you're hustling. The kids are meandering with melted frozen lemonades. You pat yourself down to locate car keys and glance around for landmarks. Weird-looking oak tree? Check. You're still humming a tune from the show as you get everyone settled and merge into the sea of taillights, but a question rises to the top of your mind. How does the Muni find all of those crazy, talented people? Welcome to Classic 107.3's Attuned, the podcast that amplifies your knowledge of the artistic and cultural community in St. Louis, Missouri. I'm Julie Schuster. This is Series 1, Episode 7 of Cast Me at the Muni, an exploration of the audition process. The Muni is the United States' oldest and largest outdoor musical theater, and it's located in Forest Park in St. Louis. In the seventh conversation, I sit down with local actress Leah Berry. We discuss why having several songs prepared for auditions is always a good idea. We learn about the special place the Muni has in her heart, and she shares her best audition story. It's a doozy. Leah, welcome. Tell me about yourself. Well, as I was telling you earlier, I am a relatively new mom. I am from Festus, which is about an hour south of here. And I've gone away, been in New York, and now I'm back in town and performing wherever I can and raising my little family. How do you prepare for an audition? Well, for Muni specifically, it's a full season. So, you know, you got to hone in on which shows get you excited, what roles are there that maybe you'd have a chance at. It's very different to audition for a full season rather than a specific show at a theater. So with Muni, it's very much about honing in on the things that stand out to you that you connect with the most and finding the music that will kind of hopefully make you seem the best fit for them as well. Now, I just learned that you don't pick a song from the specific show. Right. But something similar, something close. It's a very strange rule. Yeah. I've never, I don't understand. I I think that they might not want hours upon hours of the same song. So maybe it's just to be considerate for those auditioning. But yeah, you you have to just get something close, something that gives a nod to it, but also shows that you can do anything else that they might want for you. Right. It's, it's a fine line. <laughs> How do you choose that song? Do you have a standard audition song that you'd like to perform that makes you happy? Yes, I do. I also have a, an audition book that probably has 15 songs, 15, 20 songs. That sounds like way too much. I need to <laughs> weed that out. But I have a book that's just filled with my general go-tos. And when an audition is coming up, I go through it and, you know, first of all, do any of those fit? Sure. And if not, I go to my shelf of music and pull out new things. But for every audition, I make sure I am ready and willing to sing anything that is in my book. Because if I, you know, the one that I choose, if that doesn't happen to awaken their imagination, they might ask for something else. So I need to be ready that the something else is not going to cause panic. Right. How often does that happen? Give me an example of how that happens. You walk in, you sing a song, and they're like... Okay, what else have you got? How do they put that? <laughs> it can be different ways. I've had it be, you know, I come in and I have my 16 bars that I've drilled, and then they say, what do you have that's funny? Oh, no. 
I didn't <laughs> think about something funny. So then suddenly I'm running to my book and, you know, I have those set songs. I'm like, what can I be funny with? And then, you know, you're so panicked and you're trying to be funny. So now <laughs> before I go in the room, I have my funny, I have my belt, I have my legit, I have my, you know, so I have it all laid out so that there's not going to be some crazy blackout. <laughs> right. Tell me your best audition story. Okay, so best audition story would mean different things to different people. To me, it means the most absurd. I was in New York and I was auditioning for a triple threat television series. And at the time, it was kind of a fairly new concept. And I went through many rounds of it and they had us in little groups and they were trying to pit us against each other. Like, you know, I was the innocent young new girl to New York and then they found this guy and they were like he told us that he thinks you're hot what do you think about that and they were trying to cause all this drama it was very much like the bachelor but with singing and dancing <laughs> so it kept going through all these rounds and you wanted to be interesting and whatever cameras were always rolling and it culminated in a dance call and we are like on the 16th floor of this really hot building it was dead of summer and the air conditioning was out and I tend to become nauseous when I'm overheated. Oh, no. So there are cameras everywhere. And we're doing this one routine over and over and over. And I keep thinking, I've just got to get through these last eight bars. And then I can calm down. It's going to be okay. And then they'd be like, do it again. Change rows. Do it again. Do it again. And I kept going, it's, it's going to be fine. You're fine. And finally, I get through and I hit the last those. And then I say with great composure in front of all the cameras, excuse me, I need to leave the room now. And then I run from the room, race down the hall, and I threw up in a trash can out in the hall. Thank goodness I had finished the business before the cameraman came chasing out after me. He did not. Yes. <laughs> but, like, thank goodness I was turning around from the trash can with a smile. <laughs> There's nothing to see here. Right. Move along. I know. Cast me, please. Like, it was the most absurd experience wow yeah mm -hmm. that's a good one okay you're in the lead uh, thank you oh my goodness so hopefully you've never thrown up at a muni audition <laughs> i have not so that's good yeah. what sets a muni audition apart from other auditions so I think to me, I have a special relationship with the Muni because I grew up making the drive up from Festus to come. And I spent many nights in the free seats watching this. So there's something about auditioning here that feels personal. You know, it's connected to my childhood. And so just being on the grounds, like I feel kind of almost an ownership, you know, like I'm proud of what the Muni is. Not that I have any right to claim that, but auditioning here feels more personal than perhaps other theaters. And you've auditioned here many times. What was your first show at the Muni? The first show that I performed in was South Pacific. It was amazing. It yeah. was just everything that I wanted it to be. Because? So it was a very small cast the nurses i mean there weren't many of us there were like six eight and our nelly was such a such a leader you know like we all bonded we all went to the pool together we all went to dinner together and it felt like such a little bubble of family and we were all different types and all different personalities it was just so perfectly cast but i'm still friends with almost all of my nurses today what was that call like that first muni call 
Well, so I actually, the very first time I was offered Muni, I, I didn't accept oh, it. okay. I know. It was my, my first summer after college, and I was getting all the offers in. And so I just remember, like, a blackout of joy and confusion, you know, because I had other offers, and I didn't know what to do, and I had a new agent in New York. And so it was this thing of, like, how do I navigate? It's the Muni. It's the Muni. What do I do? So generally for me, any phone call of job offers is joy blackout of excitement and then later hoping that I didn't embarrass myself <laughs> um, because I don't remember what I said or if I maintained any composure. So when you have those offers come in, how is the managing of that? What do you have to do? So when audition season begins, I generally have like post-its out and I have the, the show, the dates, you know, like all of my ideal offers. I mean, I have them all kind of fit together onto a calendar and where they overlap. And then as time goes on, I fit the holes um, so that they're no longer overlapping. It's all of these scenarios because you hope you get a show and you have to plan your life for that. You know, I can't go on vacation during this time, mm -hmm. or I can't accept whatever else during this time, but it's not a solid offer yet. So all of it is very you have to play out these scenarios and you have to get your hopes up. You have to plan life as if that might happen and then something else could happen. It's a very interesting puzzle to fit together. So what will you be doing for the Muni this summer? This summer, I will be a part of Sweeney Todd and Sound of Music. I'm really excited. Have you done either of those shows before? I have not done Sweeney Todd. That will be completely new. I have done Sound of Music. And what will you be doing this summer and what have you done before in the show? So I have been Maria in Sound of Music. Oh, okay. So I will not be Maria at <laughs> Muni's Sound of Music. I will be playing Sister Margareta. But I love Sound of Music. I love it so much. It's the first movie musical that I even remember. Mm -hmm. And Julie Andrews is why I began singing and wanting to be a part of musical theater. So to be in that show on the Muni stage is such a full circle gift. So you've auditioned for the Muni multiple times. Mm -hmm. What's been the biggest change in that process or has it changed from your perspective? Oh my goodness. Yes, I have quite a history with the Muni. My first time auditioning, I was just at the general chorus call and I was in college and it was just madness. It was so intimidating. On one end, there's, you know, the, the vocal divas just casually lip drilling to a high C. And I mean, it was just crazy. And then you look to the other end and there's the dancers just chatting while they're kicking their faces. And I'm standing in the middle, just terrified. And I remember we all had to like line up on the stage, just hundreds of us. And we'd step forward and sing one line from a song and then step back. And it was so cutthroat and very, this is the Muni. And you know, you need to rise to these standards. And I was terrified. Then I actually took a few years off. I moved to New York and I didn't audition for a little while. And the next time I came back, I was a member of equity of the union. And I had a one-on-one -on -one audition with Mike Isaacson. And suddenly it was very, I remember specifically, he told me, forget the stage, forget the thousands of people, forget the massive platform that this is for. I want to hear your story sing your song and I want to know how it makes you feel. Two of us are in the room. Tell me your story. And it became intimate and special and 
it was an opportunity to express myself rather than this is the muni it became this is the muni mm. you know it suddenly felt really personal and intimate and special so building on that feeling that you have in the audition how does that translate to a show the extraordinary talent that comes from all over to gather here it's i mean it's just incredible to behold and to be a part of that is such an honor we're out in this gorgeous park on this historical stage getting a master class from these broadway stars it i mean it's truly incredible and knowing that our performance can cause thousands of people to lean forward in their seat at the same moment there's nothing else like that the energy to be a part of that it, it's incredible with the other conversations i've had they've expressed just this incredible feeling of looking out over the potentially 11,000 people in the <laughs> audience and no matter how experienced they are that that just is I played Glinda in Wizard of Oz. Mm -hmm. Just standing on that stage and looking out is magical. But to be flown above <laughs> in the huge hoop skirt with the crown and the scepter in the bubble, I mean, it, it was one of those, well, every night, I would want to just sear it forever into my brain, into my soul, like take the mental camera of what that was to be soaring above thousands 11,000 people it, oh my goodness it yeah. just I still have goosebumps just remembering it <laughs> was that your favorite moment of all your muni performances there are there are probably three so I would say South Pacific the mm -hmm. first time to be like I'm on the stage I'm not up in those free seats here I am right. that was incredible to fly as Glinda whoa and then to be a part of the centennial that was really really neat because it felt like I was being recognized as Muni family. And that was, that was incredibly special. Yeah. So what's your best piece of advice about auditions? Breathe. <laughs> For me, every time I go into an audition, it's as if I suddenly am unable to gather oxygen. So into an audition, the moments before I start taking really deep breaths, when I go in, that is my focus to breathe. Other advice would be, be prepared to sing anything and everything in your book and enter the room with positivity. This is a chance to sing for awesome people. Whatever happens, what a great moment to get. You know, what an awesome part of the day. So when you go in and you have an audition and you, you aren't cast, how do you handle that? So there's definitely going to be disappointment. I mean, of course. For me... I think of it as, okay, that's not the cast that was supposed to impact my life. Every show you're a part of sends you off in a different trajectory and the people you meet there will change you and you may be in touch with them forever. And so if I don't get a show, I think that wasn't part of my story. And that's how I try <laughs> to maintain the focus and to help salve my wounds, you know, and the disappointment. What three words would you use to describe the Muni? Exhilarating, nostalgic, and magical. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't describe the Muni without using magic. I've heard so many people talk about that and in such a genuine way. 
and also refer to the Muni experience as kind of a summer camp. So mm -hmm. tell me what happens from the time you get the call and, and you're able to accept and you show up for the first day of rehearsals. It's very exciting when you get the call and you're, you know, figuring everything out. And then there's a lull of time that nothing is happening. You're just waiting for summer to arrive. It's very much a waiting and when's, when am I getting the script? When can I start working on the music? When can I? So much anticipation. The day that we start rehearsals is just a giant reunion. Everyone is so excited. The energy level, I mean, like everybody hugs all around. We're so excited. Camp is here. <laughs> and it really is this bubble of enthusiasm. And we're all so excited to experience each other's talent. We're all excited to be a part of this story and what's going to be unique about our production. There's just a lot of excitement. All I can say is to stand on that Muni stage, it's a gift. You feel it in your bones. It's an incredible chance to be a part of everything that the Muni means. Thanks for listening to Classic 107.3's Attuned. There's more great content on our website, classic1073.org slash podcasts. There you'll find all of the available episodes, plus show notes, pictures, links, and more.